Life Audio. Welcome to the Team Us podcast, where we share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Hey everyone, we're Ted and Ashley Slater. Today we're talking about how if you want your marriage to go the distance, it requires a lot more than being in love. We'll share why obligation isn't a dirty word and how you can successfully navigate marriage, even those moments when you don't feel in love. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with Viking Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. So, Ted, over the years, I've written a few articles about what I call marital culture shock. Mm -hmm. There are four stages, and they mirror, you know, what people experience in just general culture shock. So, first, there's a honeymoon stage. Mm -hmm. We had one. Yes, we did. It's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory, right? You know, basically, everything and anything that could be annoying is overshadowed by our strong emotions. Oh, and I was so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But you overlooked it. Okay. Yeah, we both both had our, our stuff. Not you. I'm just keep thinking that. Yeah. Okay. Then there's the frustration stage. That's where the honeymoon Mm. excitement is replaced with frustration and anger over Mm -hmm. a couple's differences or habits. Remember, we kind of went through it when it came to like getting the oil changed on my car. Oh yeah. The big stuff. It was earth shattering. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you, did you say, Hey Ted, can you give the car an oil change or, or something like that? And I'm like, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. We'll go see. ahead and get the oil changed. Good I, luck with that. <laughs> right. I mean, I grew up with my dad took care of that. Uh-huh. And so I just think I expected that you would take care of it. And I guess I was thinking the vehicle owner takes care of it, <laughs> but we're married. So yeah, I think I did actually end up taking care of it that first time, but I yeah. think that you have taken care of it ever since because yeah. it's a, it's a practical way you can express your love absolutely. to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a good way of putting it that I'm doing it because I love you. And it's a way to practically demonstrate that. Right. But changing the oil. Yes. But we kind of had to, <laughs> oh, so lovey-dovey. you know, discuss that in a heated form. It was heated. First. It yeah. Was. Yeah. Okay, so after the frustration stage, Mm -hmm. then there is the adjustment stage and the acceptance stage, which are also pretty much self-explanatory. Acceptance sounds like fatalistic. (laughs) (laughs) That's not, well, no, I think it's we just adjust and Uh accept each other's differences. But Mm -hmm. I think that too many couples believe that love is enough to get them through not only the frustration stage and the adjustment, I can't talk today, adjustment stage, Mm -hmm. but also any other hard things they go through. But it's not. Marriage has to be based on more. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to find the right answer there. Well, I'm just stuck on the song. 
Sing it. Uh, Just go ahead it, and sing it. Uh, Tony and Tennille? Captain and Tennille. Captain and Tennille. Uh-huh. Love will keep us together. Right. <laughs> but that is not necessarily true. Right. I mean, first and foremost, yes. in our marriages, we need a shared faith in Jesus. Right. You know, that's a foundation I think every marriage needs to be built on. Ours is. And I think it's gotten through us through a lot. Absolutely. But after that, mm-hmm. I think it's also helpful to realize that obligation isn't a dirty word. Like you like obligation does not sound romantic at all, Uh, but you like to say to me, it's my obligation to to love love you. And sometimes that's bothered me or, or, uh, something like, uh, Hey, uh, would you mind picking up the girls or can you do the dishes or something? I'm like, I don't want to, but I will because I love you. Is that, does that fit in the obligation or not so much? Yeah, I guess it does. I guess it does. Maybe I mean, I say a, it with a twinkle in my eye. I'm not right. like, I don't want to do that. Yuck. But I guess I got to because I'm married to you. Right. Uh, yeah. I guess <laughs> it's that idea that obligation is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. It's just something you've committed to follow through on and to do. Right. Right. It adds a predictability to our marriage, I think. Yeah. And I mean, when I step back and thought about you saying, you know, it's my obligation to love you, I realized... <laughs> At the heart of it, it's actually kind of sweet because what you're saying is, you know, in those moments when my feelings aren't drawing me toward you or I don't feel in love, Mm -hmm. the covenant that I made and the commitment I made are I'm sticking to that. Right. I feel like getting academic and mentioning King Lear. Do you know King Lear? Remind me. The the king asked his daughters, which of you loves me the most? Uh, And the one that was being honest said, I love you as I ought or something to that. Right. The other, other ones were like, I love you more than the moon to the moon and back and yada, yada, yada. And it was a girl who was just like, I love you as I'm committed to love you. Mm-hmm. And he went crazy because he believed the lies. Anyway. Interesting. It's this idea that words are cheap. Action speaks right. louder. I mean, if you really want to, I feel right. like that's a little bit of a tangent here. It's much of a tangent. But... And I just want to sound smarter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're smart. Give yourself more credit. Yeah. So anyway, we've had some really great days and uh-huh. weeks and months, but we've also had our share of those. not so great ones. You don't remember the good ones or the bad ones? The bad, I don't remember any bad ones. Oh, today's um, a good day. Yeah, today's a good day. I mean, we've walked through seasons that have brought us closer together, and we've walked through seasons that have attempted to push us apart. I mean, just walking through stressful things like moves and grief right. and financial stuff. I mean, those are hard seasons. Those are not so great seasons. So I think that's what I, I mean. Yeah. yeah. The last move moving to, uh, to Arizona, I think I got fresh insight into what it means to have a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wow. not fun. Oh, it's no. crazy. So you have, yeah. Well, yes. because we've had both good days and bad days, we haven't built the foundation of our marriage on how we feel about each other in any given moment. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it would be, there'd be a lot of negative words, right? you know, said back and forth, depending on how you feel on that particular day. Yeah. And I mean, Jeremiah seventeen nine says that the heart is deceitful above all things. Our feelings are fickle. Right. So I think that we determined early on, I mean, we never practice anything perfectly. We're always learning as we go, but we determined that our mutual commitment would always trump our emotions. And again, a song comes to mind. This one by uh, Rich Mullins. Okay. He has this line like, uh, people say, follow your heart. And that just led me into my chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember which song that is, but I remember that lyric. 
So yeah. we following your heart, following your nose, whatever. Uh, if your heart is deceitful, well, maybe you don't want to follow that. It might not lead you to the right places. <laughs> right place. right. Well, it's kind of like we talked about in the last episode when we were talking about how a boring marriage, your commitment outweighs personal fulfillment. You know, this, this fits into that sort of thing of if your feelings are not leading you in the direction of your spouse mm-hmm. and in a way that honors God, then don't follow them. Sure. Absolutely. So, you know, I think the big thing is, you know, in the difficult moments or the moments when we don't like each other as much as we should, we like each other most of the time. I'll <laughs> clarify that. But we have our moments like every couple, you know, we hold tightly to the promise that we made for better and for worse. Mm-hmm. And what I think is interesting is what we found in the rough patches is that when we respond with right action, even when our feelings aren't inclined to, it's often the first step. Right to, actions. Yeah. You're going to have to give an example. Okay. Well, I'm going to give an example in a bit, but I'll just okay. go ahead and, well, no, I'll give you a different, I've got a different example. Okay. There was a point where we were going through a bunch of crap, like hard stuff with car and- Can we say crap? I think, I think crap is okay. If not, they can edit it out. Um, right. We were going through a lot of hard stuff. Yeah. And I think we were frustrated and annoyed with each other yeah. in the midst of it. And, you know, we're standing in church mm-hmm. and I don't remember what song it was. Maybe Brave. Where which, love can keep us together. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was like Brave from like uh-huh. Hillsong or one of those places. Right. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't think it was Hillsong. It was someplace else, Mm -hmm. but I don't need to get stuck on that. And (laughs) you reached over and grabbed my hand, Mm -hmm. even though you probably didn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And I held your hand, even though I probably didn't feel like it, (laughs) you know, so that was a right action. That was an action of connection and reaching out to each other, even though maybe and being brave. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Trying to do the right thing, even though. Right. If I followed my heart, I wouldn't have. I'd been a jerk instead. And here we I'm, are. I'm good at being a jerk. Well, we all have our moments, right? Yeah. Here we are. How many years later? At least five. You know, talking and laughing on a podcast. <laughs> it's more than five. Five just tends to be Ted's um, number he goes five to. Years since. So our emotions eventually follow where we choose to lead them. Yeah. And so I think that's really important when we're going through these feelings, these seasons of maybe not feeling as in love with our spouse as we did in the honeymoon stage. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, love, it grows and changes. I mean, I love you more now than I did when we first got married because we've known each other a lot longer and we've been through a lot together. And it's just, it's a... It's a deeper love. Okay. You know? Okay. That makes sense. learn more about my quirks and my... Yucky stuff. Well, you've learned that about me, too. Yeah, you don't have any quirks and yucky stuff. He says that, but that's not (laughs) true. Okay, so for those of you listening, I'm sure you've had your own rough patches, too. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Inevitable. Right. And maybe you're in one right now. Mm -hmm. So how can you successfully navigate marriage, even the moments when you don't feel Mm -hmm. in love? And I'd like to just say here, we're talking about the day-to-day stuff, not if you're going through something Right. Abuse or addiction. Go find, find professional help. Have someone come in and help you. We're not experts. No, we're just right. What we're we're talking about those days when you're just annoyed with your spouse or you lose your temper with them or they lose your temper, that kind of stuff. Right. What impacts you every day? 
There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So, okay, so here are three things you can remember when your feelings are being fickle and maybe you're stuck in the frustration stage. Because I think we kind of cycle through. I think sometimes we can go back to that frustration stage, even after we've been through the acceptance stage. Okay, one, Mm -hmm. you won't break if you bend. Yes. So when we first got married... Do you remember the whole T-shirt that is folding thing? That is a lie. I never said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh yeah, I remember I did. Uh-huh. That was so dumb. Like I'd have a, I'd, I'd say I would let, like you fold it, you washed and folded the laundry, my clothes. And I should have been like, thanks for doing the laundry. But right. I was like, you folded my t-shirts wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be folded so that you liked them you so can that see the little whatever's on the front of the right. shirt. <laughs> so you would easily know what it is, which makes sense. Yeah. And the funny thing is now you don't care, and I still fold them that way because uh-huh. I've been. I don't know, trained, I guess, to follow them that way, for lack of a better You're word. Afraid. And I will say, Ted does do his own laundry sometimes, and my laundry. Uh-huh. It's just, in that season, I had more time, so I was doing I don't know how to fold laundry. some of your clothes. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I don't actually like how some you fold blouses. some of them. Do you use the word blouse anymore? Shirts? Yeah, shirts. They're crazy to fold. It's like fitted sheets. I don't know how to do that stuff. Okay, anyway, anyway back to our point tangent. here. So when I'm folding your clothes, I think I was mid fold Mm -hmm. when you asked me to (laughs) fold them differently. And my thought was actually, yes, I really wanted to, right. Throw the t-shirt in my face. Right, Exactly. But you know what? I didn't. Instead, I chose to just change the way I was folding it and not be sarcastic or angry. So I did that. I bent, I bend, bent. What is the proper use of that? I changed right. how I was folding it in order to accommodate you because I loved you, even though I was like, really? Right. A verse comes to mind. I don't know if it's applicable, but it's love covers a multitude of sins. Right. And your love for me led you to do something that was maybe in my heart. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> maybe I wasn't being sinful by saying fold it this way or maybe but maybe there was a little bit of sinfulness in the way i said it or the timing or something or maybe you would but just your love you know let that slide right and choosing to love sometimes requires we go against our own preferred way of doing things right. and that's what i did with the t-shirts there you go 
Okay. So how mm-hmm. can those of you listening be prepared to bend, especially if bending is hard for you? Mm-hmm. Start small. For example, you can choose to love your spouse when they maybe load the dishwasher differently than you want them to. Or maybe they're responding to a certain situation at work or with the kids or something that's completely different than how you would. And you're Mm -hmm. like, I just don't get this. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't correct them. You just support them. Right. There's a time and a place for correction, even to someone you're married to. But if it's an issue of preference or style or you can let it go. Right. Sometimes. Unless it really annoys you, like if they're sitting there eating pirate's booty and the crunching is just driving you crazy. I just don't eat pirate's booty in the same room with you anymore. (laughs) Anyway, so one, yes, you won't break if you bend. Two, and we have talked about number two a lot, I feel like, compatible couples have conflict. I disagree. What the heck? (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, in the last episode, Mm -hmm. we talked about how conflict will happen. Yes. And it's our goal not to let it turn into drama. Right. Because the fact is, even the most compatible couples experience conflict regularly. It's inevitable because we're two different people. And when there are different views, different feelings, different thoughts, they're going to bump up against each other. There's going to be, you know, differences of opinion. And that's results in some sort of conflict, even if it's just a tiny little thing. Right. So it's not whether you will have conflict. It's how you work through the conflict that matters. Right. Right. So we've made it our goal to work through and resolve conflicts together, like hand in hand rather than back to back. We don't always do it perfectly. We're still learning, but we actually have an episode from way early on episode Mm -hmm. that's called how to embrace conflict in your marriage as an adventure and not a threat. And so there's lots of thoughts on how to work through conflict. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Well, the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Because Bilbo thought adventures were nasty, horrible things, but they can go listen to that episode. Okay. Uh So you won't break if you bend. Number one. Even compatible couples have conflict and three bad habits take time to break. We actually talked about this in an earlier episode too, in more detail. Um, It was called why becoming a team takes time. And that's okay. We talked about princess bride and all of that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That, you know, it takes time for habits to break. And if we have this expectation that that's the case, we're going to be more patient with each other when we really want to feel frustrated. I mean, your habit of folding T-shirts, which Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a preference. Right. That's changed over time. Yeah. You know? That's a good one because it's really humiliating. (laughs) (laughs) It's just laundry. It's just laundry. You know? But what about... I feel like going on a tangent. What about if the habit doesn't get broken? Like, I wish well, I didn't bite my fingernails, but I do. I wish I didn't, but I do. But that's, and that's a bad habit. It is a bad habit because it's harmful to your fingers. But I think that the the heart of the issue with bad habits is to step back and say, is this habit sinful or does it just annoy me? Yeah. You know, and if it just... In my case, if it just annoys me, then maybe I'm the one who needs to change my attitude. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Right. You know, and I think that helps. I think something that also helps is to put our own habits in perspective because we all have our own annoying habits. Right. So we can get hung up on our spouse's annoying habit right. and forget that we also have one right. that's equally annoying. But if we realize that we do, 
then we have more grace. Yeah. I want you to extend grace to me when I'm biting my fingernails and I'll extend grace to you when you're crunching on your crunchy carrots, booty crunch. No, I just can't eat it in the same room <laughs> with you anymore. <laughs> oh, Ted has extra sensitive ears. I've got fat ears. I think I talk about that in the book, right? You do. Timus? Yeah. Okay. So to anyway. recap, mm-hmm. well, being in love certainly brings us together as couples. It's this kind of true to our promise love that serves as the best foundation for a strong, healthy until death do us part marriage. So three things to remember are you mm-hmm. won't break if you bend compatible couples have conflict and bad habits take time to break. So it's time for the yes time challenge. So this week I thought that those listening could figure out an area they can bend in this week. And maybe if you're listening with your spouse, don't share with each other what it is. Just put it into practice and see if your spouse notices that Mm. you're bending in this area. Okay. I mean, I don't know what that means for us. We'll have to figure out. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, right. (laughs) I just said, don't tell me. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Next time we are going to share how you can better communicate as a team. Team Us with Ted and Ashley Slater is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.